It's the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Rick's Barbecue, Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, Jerry Potts Car Care, and Parks Auction. Welcome back into the Prentice Office Heating and Air Coaches Corner. We're going to be joined by Riverdale head football coach Will Kreisky, whose team um, very good performance last night beat Wilson Central forty to nothing. And uh, coach, as always, thanks for joining us. Hey, I appreciate you having me today. All right, coach, um, you playing a team in Wilson Central that has put up a ton of points this year, but. Uh, your defense um, of late has been very stingy. Um, you know, let's just start on that side of the ball. I mean, they've got a, a Ali kid uh, um, was set their single season rushing record, and you were able to keep them in check, hold them under a hundred yards. Uh, their whole team. So, just talk about your defense. What your uh, thoughts were going into the week? Um, you know, were you keying on him? trying to make them one-dimensional. Just kind of discuss a little bit of your game game plan there. Well, we knew they were going to be tough. I mean, they're very big up front. Um, they've done a good job uh, moving the ball all year long. Uh, they're a physical team. And, uh, you know, we really challenged our front seven. And, and you know, really, you know, like we did uh, two weeks ago, you know, we said these guys uh, knew that they could, thought they could come out there and, and run it on us and move the ball really well up front. You know, the front seven really took that personally and, and did a good job. Uh, you know, I think the uh, interior guys, the defensive line, did a good job uh, snapping the football, getting off the ball, and uh, getting in the backfield early. They got in the backfield and created a lot of problems for them, and, and seven, wouldn't, well, he wasn't able to, to get going. Um, and, and then when they had to go to their passing game, you know, the quarterback's really good. He throws the ball really well, but, you know, those guys did not give him time to throw the ball. Um, he, he rushed a throw in the first series, and, and Braden Woodruff was able to uh, get an interception. And, you know, that kind of really set the tone for us on defense. Well, you know, and going into this year, I think anybody's followed your team, expected your front guys, um, that front group, to be a, a strength of the team. And, um, uh, boy, they, they've really been showing it on down the stretch. Yeah, I think they've gotten better every week. I think they take pride in it. I think they've, uh, you know, the first few games they're feeling themselves out, trying to figure it out and and get things going. And, and, and as the seasons come along, they they really have gotten better each week and, and worked hard to get better each week. And, and they do a really good job preparing each week during practice. So um, I, I've been proud of what Coach Vassar and Coach Fuqua has done with that group and being able to get them to play. And you know how Coach Wells gets his outside backers going and. And um, it's it's been really impressive to watch these guys roll uh, and get going. And you know, and your your guys on the back end defensively um, very experienced, and and you've got depth back there too. I mean, you mentioned uh, Dylan Woodruff, one of your younger guys, with a kind of a tone setter early. Yeah, uh, yeah, Braden Woodruff. He he he's not Dylan. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Dylan. Dylan a few years ago, but. Uh, Braden, uh, Braden, and C.J. Johnson and Zayla McKinney. We had Brandon Corn. We had Mackie Bonds. 
Um, DeAndrew Donaldson comes in and plays, and Ben Ferguson plays. So we have quite a bit of guys that rotates in back there in the, in the back half, and, and they do a good job. And, and any time when you have a front seven that puts pressure on, on a quarterback and doesn't give the receivers a lot of time to get open, that, that makes your secondary a lot better. Uh, so um, we've, we've done a good job with that. You know, I, I was frustrated early on in the year when we played Franklin, and you know, I thought that uh, we didn't do a great job covering, and, and we kind of busted some things. It, it, it was uh, some things that we had to get better as a coaching staff to, to get corrected, and, and I felt like those guys rose that challenge and, and has done a good job getting those mistakes corrected. I guess that's how good Dylan was. He's a grown man now. I'm still saying his name, so <laughs> apologies to Brandon. <laughs> um, yeah. You're, um, you're, you're hosting a playoff game, which is big, Um and, you know, um, they call this a second season or third season, however you want to call it. But uh, there's something different about the atmosphere when you walk out there, that, that first playoff game, to get it at home um, um, and in the region you play. How big was that for your guys? It was, it was really big. This was one of our goals that we said as a team at the beginning of the year is to be able to have a, give ourselves an opportunity to play at home in the, in the second season. and. And that's what these guys did. They gave themselves that opportunity to play, have a home game and, and for them to play at home. And they were excited all week. You could tell um, we had that opportunity to come back. You know, these guys have been very fortunate. You know, they've been able to play seven home games uh, this year in that stadium. And, and that's, you know, from, from going from not even having a season to playing seven games at Riverdale, especially for the senior group. You know, it's been a long run to this point. And, you know, let's face it, due to the – uh, uncertainty of what was going on, the no spring practices, the scrimmages, the seven on sevens, all that was pretty much uh, wiped away. Uh, you knew there was going to be some um, pretty sloppy football early, uh, but it, it's taking time. And I think your team looks to be one that's just gotten steadily better and better. You got to like where you're at uh, at this point uh, going into your matchup this week. Yeah, I mean we're we're we've uh, gotten better each week. Worked hard to do, get better, and and even we've had some issues during the season with some injuries and things. Guys, you know, Kay Hewitt's come in and, and he's he's a guy that that you really love to coach because you know he goes from playing uh, tight end, H back to quarterback, and and let you know kept the team rolling. And and then now last night he goes back to tight end, H back, and makes a few catches and. And uh, moves, you know, he just wants to play football. He just wants to be a part. He just wants to help the team. And when you have guys like that willing to do whatever they can, and, and says, "Coach, I'm just, I just want to play." Uh, he said, "I don't care where I play as long as I'm playing." You know, that's that's kind of what we've built around that culture uh, at Riverdale, and, and that, that's what helps you become successful. And you know, and, and um, we'll get to Jamison Holcomb here in a minute because he did come back uh, last night. But I was going to ask you about. Uh, Hewitt, um, to be a sophomore, step in like he did um, in the heat of a, quote, pennant race, as they, to use a, a baseball analogy, um, shows a lot, uh, particularly considering he's only a sophomore. Yeah, it does. It just kind of tells you uh, what kind of kid he is mentally and physically. You know, he's mentally uh, tough enough to come in there and, and play in uh, one of the toughest regions and and be able to guide the offense and keep us going and keep us running. You know, it's it's not like he uh, started any easy games. You know, he came in Blackman, then uh, 
you know, played against then started at quarterback against Siegel, then started against Oakland, and then had another start at uh, Warren County. So, I mean, Warren County was 8-0 at the time we saw him. So, that kid got some very good experience behind center and, and did a good job. And, and, and this week he bounced back and played another offensive position. And, and, I mean, for that kid to know that many positions as a sophomore and be able to play and lead the team the way he does is pretty impressive. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of times a young kid gets – thrust in that position the minute the moment might be a little too big for him it, it has not been for him no it has not he's, he's done a great job whatever role uh, we've given him he's embraced it accepted it and, and, and had it with a positive attitude and did a great job um now but moving on you do get uh jameson back uh he was injured week six as you said against um, um blackman um uh, was he pretty much right on his timetable in terms of his return? I mean, did you think you would have him back by uh, by this time of the year? Uh, yeah, we didn't know. We, we thought maybe um, he would be either be back round one or, or you know, if, or round two of the playoffs. And, but we were very fortunate. I think uh, he got really he got cleared Wednesday of the Coffee County week, and as soon as he got cleared, then our game got canceled. Um, you know, and, and we were going to see how he felt against Coffee. Maybe gave him a few uh, reps against Coffee County, but uh, then unfortunately that game got canceled. So, um, so we we didn't get to see it. But uh, you know, it was good for him to uh, be able to get some work in uh, last two weeks, get some reps, and and get moving. And, and things his injury really healed and, and progressed fast. And, and I thought that he's done a good job making sure that. Uh, everything was smooth in the transition and, and get going where he could give himself an opportunity to play football. Well, and, you know, you've had you've had a, a very solid run, good running game all year, and then you, you get him back in the mix. So you, you've kind of got all your weapons, so to speak, now. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're fortunate to be able to enter into the second round and be pretty much uh, healthy uh, at this point. So, you know, we got to be proud, uh, you know, excited where we're at and just give ourselves, you know, we got a tough matchup uh, next Friday night. Henderson Bills, a, a very, very, very good football team, very, very disciplined and play. They play all three phases of the game. And they what they do a really good job at is a special teams game. And, and they pride themselves in the special teams game. So we have to be ready and prepared to go next Friday night. And, you know, we travel there and it's a it's a it's a really good environment. They got they got a lot of tradition and in Sumner County, they pride themselves in football. And, uh, you know, we went down there two years ago and lost a close one. Um, so, you know, we got to get down there. We got to make sure these guys are prepared and ready to go next Friday night. And, you know, there is something about playing at home. Uh, it, it juices the home team up. I don't know how much it necessarily intimidates a good football team that that is the, the visitor. But, when, you know, you know about the advantages of playing at home. Um, and um, they, they've had a lot of success at home. And, you know, you, you've gone against some great players um, uh, this year. And, you know, you're going to uh, – the Ellis Ellis uh, is, is an impressive-looking young man. Yeah, he is. He is. We were uh, – we got to go watch them week 10 against Mount Julian. And we are really impressed with that kid. And we thought they did a good job. Um, offensively, they moved the ball really well. And, and they get down the field. And, and you know – um, they kind of stick to their tradition and what they've been known to do for years. And that kid's a big kid and hard to tackle, so we'll have to be ready to go next week. Um, and, and obviously, you know, they play in a solid uh, uh, region as well and um, um, are, are going to be battle-tested. They played Oakland, albeit it was early in the year. 
so, you know, they're accustomed to playing against good football teams too, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they are. They play really good football. They have a uh, tough schedule. You know, they play off beach and Gallatin. And so they, they got a really – not Juliet. Um, and they have a tough schedule. But uh, they've done a good job this year. And they put up a lot of points this year. And, uh, you know, they they played in a lot of tight games. They played really good against some really good competition and, and done really well against those competitions. So they're, they're a very good football team and very well coached, disciplined. And, uh, you know, they just – they do things the right way. And – so we'll have to be ready to go. Like I said earlier, you know, all three phases, you know, the offensively, defensively, special teams, and um, they'll be ready to play. We got to we got to make sure our guys are ready to go and our minds right, you know, let travel and get off the bus, get ready to play. And you mentioned special teams, and when you get in games that typically this time of year they get closer as you you know go into the second the second round and and on. And um, and even last night we saw it in some games. You know, a special teams play can turn a game. Even even if you you flip the field with a, a return, or there's so many aspects of special teams. Everybody just thinks it's kicking and punting, but there's a whole lot of other dynamics that go into it. Yeah, there is, and you know, uh, we were able to get uh, some punt returns against uh, Warren County to be able to set us up with some points. And, you know, uh, special teams big. It, it can set you up some points. And we actually down to last night, down to punt, down at the, uh, inside the five-yard line uh, for Wilson Central, and they were backed up. And, and we had great field position all first half. And that was due to the special teams, the way our kids ran down the field on kickoff and the way we covered punts. And that really helped us out uh, last night to get all the momentum in the first half. How much time do you spend on that uh, during practice? Uh, actually, we spend as soon as we get out there, we spend uh, we spend the majority, you know, the first 30, 45 minutes on special teams. You know, we have uh, we have just a, as soon as we get there, we we start a specialty period, and our guys get working, and then we'll start. Then we'll roll into phases of the game. We'll do a, you know a couple of uh, phases each day. Uh, we try to get two to two to three phases in every every uh, day at practice. Um, you know, to make sure our guys are prepared. You know, we spend a lot of time working on our punt team because we think punts one of the most important uh, phases of special teams. And, and, you know, Coach Vassar does it for us, and he does a great job. And, you know, he makes it difficult for teams because he puts a lot of different formations out there uh, and punt alignment to try to mess with guys and, and when they come after it. Because, you know, if, if you block a punt, that, that totally changes the game. And, and uh, we, you know, we pride ourselves to try not to get a punt blocked. What's your uh, personal your your um, philosophy in terms of how you use your personnel on special teams? Do you, you young do you use some younger guys to give your starters breaks, or do you like having your very best athletes out there? Or is it a little bit of both? Well, you know, we we, we try to put the best guys out there because, like we said, man, special teams is a big part of the game. So you know, you see Caleb Herring and Elijah Herring and. On, on uh, special teams and, you know, our guys on our punt blocks, you know, you see uh, now, uh, all the starters, the defensive guys all want to be on the block team, you know, and, and then CJ and Zaylin are always on the return team and Mackie Bond's on the return team. You know, we, we put those guys out there, you know, uh, we we, uh, we have some uh, Brandon Corn. He's been one of our big-time special teams players. This year. Him and Braden Woodruff has exceptionally well in the coverage teams and they're always the first two down the field to make plays. So 
we kind of we, we find the fastest, the best guys, the most physical guys to get out there, and and our guys kind of get excited and juiced up on, on, when they're in there for special teams. Well, Coach, back in the summer, seems like I talked to you about every other day, and everything was changing. <laughs> um, time I talked to you from one day to the next, and didn't know if we'd get to this point. Uh, um, I'm sure as a coach, you don't take that for granted, and you kind of had the uh, opportunity to step back and say, whoa, man, we got kind of lucky. Uh, we've been fortunate, and uh, and on top of that, we're still playing football. Yeah, yeah there was. It was, uh, I guess it was back in late May uh, or early June. Me and you, I guess we talked three or four times in a row, and, and each time we talked, something different changed or something different was going on. And we both kind of didn't think that we'd be at this point or even get to this point. And, and you know, as you think, look back and reflect, you know, we've got to be – grateful that we're still being able to play football and in the playoffs and that these kids have, have got to go through a whole regular season and, and, and around one round of the playoffs and being able to enter themselves into you know another round of the playoffs and, and you know we're we're blessed and we're, we're excited and you know we're, we're glad we were able to give them this opportunity and i think the kids and all the adversity these seniors have faced in this past year i think this senior class has, has, has handled it as best as any group could and and uh, they've given us this opportunity because of the way that they, every challenge they faced throughout the year, they faced it head on and, and responded in the right way. Before we let you out of here, Coach, uh, give us a couple keys to the game, you think, uh, for the Warriors to be successful next Friday. Well, like we already text, uh, talked about earlier, you know, number one, we got to play flawless in a special teams game. We got to do a great job covering. We got to block. You know, they, they come after punts, so we got to do a great job. Uh, up front and punt and make sure we we get those guys and block them. Um, we got to kick the ball well. We got to do a better job. We missed the extra point Friday night, so we we got to get back to work on that. And make sure that we're 100 percent in our extra points uh, when we get on field, and then we got to be able to move the ball. You know, we got to establish a run game. They're big and physical up front. The offensive line uh, has to do a good job sustaining blocks, and then defensively, we got to run to the football and tackle. Their running back is big. You know, he runs the ball hard. He's a very, very physical back, so we got to uh, be able to wrap up and, uh, you know, can't have missed tackles in the playoffs. Missed tackles and, and them being able to move the chains uh, will hurt you. So we we got we to gotta continue to put pressure on the quarterback and uh, run to the football. All righty, Coach. Well, as always, appreciate you joining us uh, this morning, and uh, good luck to the Warriors next week. Thank you, Monty. Appreciate it. That's Will Kreisky, the head football coach at Riverdale, joining us today. We'll take a break and be right back.